This is Air Off Short Stories, where you hear tales that take science to plausible extremes or reality to the magical. Episode 5, Bumps, by Matthew Hall. Welcome. I'm Judah May, your host. If this is your first time listening, then thank you, and I hope you return to enjoy more of the stories we discover. Our author, Matthew Hall, is a beard aficionado and eccentric, and is uh, one of, probably one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. I hope you enjoy his story as much as I have. After today's episode, you can find show notes with any relevant links at judamahay.com. If you like what you hear, please review us on iTunes or the Judah Mahay smartphone app. Also, if you're wondering about why my voice sounds a little bit different, I'm a bit under the weather, but the darker tones in my uh, somewhat husky voice at the moment maybe add to the flair of the story, so I hope you uh, find it appealing. Now, let the story begin. Grandma said they were demons, and this was the end of days. Dad said that they were aliens. And this was natural selection, not selecting us. Jake said they were monsters and we'd better hide or we'd get eaten. Jake may have been the least specific, but he was the most right. When you stop to talk about the name of the thing trying to eat you, nobody wins the argument, but the thing doing the eating. I call them bumps, but let's not get into an argument over that, for reasons I think we've already covered enough. Grandma had been expecting the end of days for my whole life. She was really looking forward to being taken up in a chariot of fire and watching while the heathen suffered a millennium of torment here on earth. It came as a rude surprise to her when she realized that she wasn't going to be raptured, and neither was anyone else. Unless you count Andy Sheldon and his family flying off in Mr. Sheldon's plane. But Grandma says that doesn't count. I think she was just jealous. Older people talk sometimes about, where were you when, like... Where were you when the president was killed? Or where were you when the guys crashed in some planes into some buildings? I only have one, where were you when? And that's, where were you when the bumps came? I was asleep, so that's not much of a story, but I didn't sleep for very long. I felt the bump in the night. That's why I call them bumps. Just so it makes sense to you. Does that make sense? And I heard screams across the street. There was a bump on the Anderson's lawn, pulling Miss Anderson out of her bedroom window. Then she stopped screaming, because it's hard to scream after something bites your head off. Maybe she was screaming all the way down the bumped stomach, but I couldn't hear it. Jake said, damn. I said, damn. Her dad's saying damn down the hallway. He doesn't swear much, but I guess this was a good time to swear, because we all did it. Grandma didn't say damn, but she says she doesn't know any dirty words. Pretty sure she knows dirty words, though, because she's always sure to tell Dad when I use them. And then it was gone. That's the thing with bumps that makes them so bad. They don't get but a few seconds' notice between the bump and the bump. And afterwards, they're gone just as quick. It makes it hard to run away or fight or even really get a good look at them. All I could tell that night was that whatever it was, it was big. I thought it had hands with sharp claws, but Jake said he saw pinches like a crab. 
Dad said it looked like it had octopus legs. Grandma slept through it all that first night. She didn't say anything about what they looked like. That was more than a month ago now. The bumps still don't show up so much that you can see them clearly, but they have been showing up more and more and eating more and more of the neighbors. So far, the, they haven't come to our house. Grandma says that's because she's got angels protecting us. Dad says it's because our house has really small windows and the bumps are picking the low-hanging fruit first. That makes sense for Mr. Winston getting eaten because everybody knew him and his friends from Chicago about but I'm pretty sure Mr. Anderson was as straight and narrow as Grandma. In any case, I don't see what this has to do with the windows. Jake and I don't go to school anymore. We did it first. None of the grown-ups wanted to talk about what they saw because they thought they might just be going nuts. But the kids all knew. They spent years worrying about the thing in the closet and they finally suspect that it's not real. And then you see a real honest-to-God monster on the Anderson's lawn, and you know that's the real thing. I think the grown-ups just forgot that they used to believe in monsters, so they can't believe in them until they're getting eaten themselves. We kept going to school until Mrs. Betsy stopped showing up without a teacher. I didn't see much sense in us going to school anymore. I would have kept going just to see my friends. But Dad said it was bad enough that people were disappearing. He didn't want me getting killed for my eyeglasses by a bunch of savages and then worshipping a severed pig head on a stick. I think that's... I think Dad's been drinking more since the bumps came. So it's just been Dad and Jake and Grandma and me in the house for months. We didn't go to the parade on the 4th of July. Dad said there probably wasn't a parade because the Umpelusa County beauty queen was one of the first people to disappear. You can't have a parade without the Umpelusa County Beauty Queen. I said you could. You just have to put someone else in the mayor's Cadillac. Dad said the mayor got taken too, so you wouldn't even have a Cadillac for the replacement Umpelusa County Beauty Queen to sit in and to stop talking back. I would have gone anyways, because the best part of the parade is always the old fire truck with the horses, but Dad wouldn't let us out of the house. Dad goes out sometimes to go shopping for food, First, there wasn't much food to be had because everyone bought it all. But as time went on, there weren't so many people so Dad could get more food. He doesn't even bring his wallet with him anymore, so the prices must be really low. Grandma doesn't talk much now. She just reads the good book and prays. Jake said a dirty word in front of her the other day, and she didn't blink. She doesn't eat much unless Dad or Jake sits with her and reminds her to keep eating. She's not praying for angels anymore. Now she cries while she sleeps, and... Just ask God for deliverance from tribulation. Dad says Grandma's getting ready to go to heaven. The hard way is she can't get herself raptured. I think the hard way has something to do with camel's eyes, but Jake says it means she's going to get herself eaten by a bump. Jake says don't listen to Grandma. She's gone nuttier than a squirrel poop. Dad says don't disrespect Grandma, but he doesn't say it like he means it anymore. I think he thinks she's gone nutty too. I think she's gone nutty. But I don't think she's the only one. Dad didn't come back yesterday. He said he was going to the Safeway for more food. That usually only takes an hour or two. It's been gone a whole day. He went out at noon. And the bumps only come at night, so, so he couldn't have gotten eaten. Not in the daylight. Jake says, don't worry. But I can't help it. If something gets eaten by a bump, you know they're gone. And it's real quick. So it's not too bad, as far as dying goes, but it's 
something happened to Dad? He can't make it home. It might be worse. He might be out there somewhere worried about us. He doesn't have Jake to help him like I do. He might be hurt. He might have to run into some, someone mean in the safe way. Someone mean enough to hurt him. Dad said people are real monsters anyway. He said the bumps are hungry, but people can be evil. Jake says he has to go out for food if Dad doesn't go back soon. I have to take care of Grandma until he gets back. I can talk to Grandma, but she just stares at the wall now. She doesn't read anymore or even pray. Jake says he's got cat tonic, which I think is like medicine for cats, but, but that doesn't make much sense. Usually Jake makes sense. Jake had to carry Grandma to and from her bed the last couple nights. I can't do that, so Jake is going to leave Grandma in bed when he goes out. I just have to keep her company, he says, and pray for her. So she can't do it herself. I'd rather pray for Dad, because he might still come back. It's hard to keep talking to someone who can't talk to you. Just have to keep making more words come out. And when you run out of ideas, because you can't talk about what they said, because they're not talking. Grandma wasn't good at talking even before she took the cat tonic. Jake's not back yet either. It's nighttime. Jake's not back. And I'm in charge of Grandma, and it smells like she needed to go to the bathroom a few hours ago, but I can't carry her there like Jake can. And I'm scared, and it's dark, and it's easy to be brave with Jake around because he's strong and smart, and he knows what to do all the time. I want to hide under my bed, but Jake said to stay with Grandma until he gets back. I, I saw one. I heard the bump, bump, outside. I looked out Grandma's window, even though Dad and Jake both say not to look, because the bump might see us next. It wasn't eating anyone. I don't think there was many people left to eat. It just, it was just standing in the street, looking around. Jake was right, it has pictures. I hope Jake's okay. wonder if he's seeing a bump too. He'd like to see it, because he'd know he was right about the pinchers. I'll tell him when he gets back. The bump stood there for a long time. I think it was all night, but Dad says I'm not old enough to take care of a watch, and the clocks all stopped working last week, and the electricity shut off, so I'm not sure. Jake's watch. I hope Jake's okay. I fell asleep before the bump went away, and I didn't wake up until it was daytime again. Grandma smells worse now. I want to leave. I want to go find Jake and Dad and go somewhere that there aren't any bumps. I hope there's somewhere with no bumps. I, I'm glad Jake's okay. He said he lost track of time, which is silly because he's got a watch, like I told you, and he didn't want to go outside at night, so he found a place to hide from the bumps for the night. He says he knew I'd be okay because I'm brave. I don't think I'm brave because I, I was scared all night. But Jake said that I was brave to stay with Grandma and not hide under my bed. So Jake hid in the basement, and, and I hoped I was okay while I was hoping he was okay. Jake hasn't been out all night again. He says he's been extra careful so I don't have to spend the night alone. Jake says he's been planning how to get us out of town. He says we can find a place with no bumps. He says tomorrow we have to move out. I don't want to leave our house, but Jake says we need to. Jake knows what to do. Grandma gets to stay because she's finally got to go to heaven. I didn't hear any bumps last night. I didn't hear anything. Out here in the country, there's no cars, no trains, no music. Jake and I slept in the car. Jake drove. Even though he doesn't have his license yet, he says the police can pull him over if they want to. I don't know where we're going. I don't think Jake does either. Just 
away, somewhere safe, somewhere with no bumps, somewhere, anywhere. Jake, bump, bump. Thank you for listening to Bumps by Matthew Hall. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate us on iTunes. Or if you listened from the smartphone app, you can leave a review on the App Store. This will help other people find us. Just as a reminder, show notes are at judamay.com. We hope you return to discover new worlds and ideas outside our current reality. Good night and good day, whenever and wherever you might have found us. A heartfelt thank you from Eroff Short Stories. Thank you.